The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome back to the Mindspo podcast. My name's Rochelle Fox. I am your host and I am joined here with my partner in life and crime <laughs> and business, Crystal. Hello, hello. Hey, baby. So we are here for another episode of the Mindspo manifestation series brought to you by Manifesty app. And today is going to be a bit of a different one. We're going to be talking today about just where we're at with a few things and some of the things that are sort of falling into place that are challenging us and where we're kind of navigating our life and our own dreams and journey. Because I feel that, you know, while we're teaching this stuff, we're practicing this stuff. We are people that really (laughs) walk the talk. We are manifestors ourselves. We're meditators ourselves. Like this is what we do. And just like you, we have our own dreams and aspirations and things that we're wanting to achieve and do. And on that journey to achieving and moving through life and just having all these experiences, we're learning a lot of things. And this episode is actually inspired by something that I saw as a quote that floated up on my For You page. And it just really brought me to a big piece of awareness. So I want to share that quote with you right now. And the quote was, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. Now, I'm not sure who said this quote. It was posted as unknown, but damn, it made me think. I'm going to read it to you again. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. Now, when I read that, I was sitting in Bali with Sol and it kind of occurred to me that there are a lot of things that I was attracting, calling in, visualizing that I wasn't a match for because of where I was physically. And this was a bit of an aha moment for me and a little bit of a harsh truth. And I feel like when it comes to manifesting and goal setting and creating, we're always talking about doing more, being more, stepping into this action step, this thing, this thing, this thing. But I got to tell you, so much of manifestation is letting go. It's releasing. It's just deciding to step away from the things that are no longer serving us, deciding to choose a different path and to be really aware of that and know when you need to actually take a different direction. And that quote that I read to you is really, you know, what led me to kind of understand that my life in Bali, my chapter in Bali was really starting to come to a close. And what I mean by that is like, I'm still going to be in Bali. (laughs) I love Bali. It's going to be a huge part of my life moving forward. I see myself spending a few months of the year there all the time. I just, I love it. But what I want as my future isn't actually available to me in Bali. The frequency of what I want isn't actually being held in that physical space. Now, 
Having said that, the frequency that I wanted for my future like five years ago, Bali was a complete match for that. That was the world of retreats and meditation teachers and spiritual healers and places where you could just be nomadic and free and no rules and just do whatever the fuck you want within reason, obviously, but it was the place of just expansion in the digital nomad realm. And it was also a place of deep culture and deep awareness and nature and and so many lessons in Hindu culture. And it was just this beautiful melting pot of everything that I was looking for in my life. And that was such an expander for me and for soul in that chapter of our lives. But we are stepping into a different chapter. And that place that place of Bali, that place of all these nomadic places that we've gone and traveled to, it isn't able to actually hold the frequency of what we are wanting to step into. Would you agree, babe? I do, yeah. It's interesting, right? There's that concept of the cycles of seven, Mm. how every seven years there's generally, a like give or take, there is a major shift in your life. And it's so funny when I think about seven years ago where I personally was at in my mentality. I was just so ready to escape the Western paradigm of rules and regulations and paperwork and bureaucracy and just go somewhere where you can pretty much just, you know, relax on all of that stuff. And, you know, Bali is a place they don't even have letterboxes. It's a place of free flow ideas. It's it's a place for cowboys. It's a place for people who want to escape the system. And so it was the perfect place at that time. It's exactly where we wanted to go. And here's the thing. If you're in that stage, right? Right now, then that is a perfect place for you. But for me, it's after seven years of that close to, mm. I now feel like I'm I'm so ready for a structured Western environment with rules and regulations. And oh yes, I need to get all this stuff in order. But look at like I can see all the things that I can be grateful for now in that environment, which isn't necessarily possible in a place that doesn't have these structures established. And Yeah, it's just interesting how things evolve and how, you know, priorities shift. Mm. So, you know, I'm so excited to have a base in a neighborhood where people settle for a long time, Mm. where people, you know, Bali is a very transitory place in terms of the the Westerners who come there, they come and go nonstop. Uh, So it's different than a neighborhood in a Western city where people might be like, I got my house and that's me for, you know, the next 30 years or 50 years or God knows what. And I think this is the idea of you need to look at different places in the world and different people and different things, different careers, like bringing it back to you listening. Look at the things in your life that you are currently embedded in, the things that you are currently living in, whether it be the neighborhood that you're living in or the country that you're living in, the person that you're dating, the people that you're hanging around, the job that you're having. That is all holding a frequency. Everything in your life is holding a certain kind of frequency. And if that frequency that you are currently in isn't a match for the frequency that you're wanting to step into in the future, in the next chapter, then you need to make some changes. So this awareness that I recently had was, okay, speaking things into existence, I, Rochelle Fox, am a podcaster. I am a podcaster that has a best-selling book. I am speaking on stages. I'm doing workshops. I'm traveling around the world, making speaking a big focus. I do retreats, but my main focus is one-day live events where I have a perfected program, where I dive in, I help people, I move people through things, and I'm traveling around and I'm open, I'm doing things. I have a beautiful home and a beautiful space where I can write that's close and next to the beach, and I've got all of my friends that are around. I have 
this vision. And when I had this vision, Bali didn't seem a full match for that in many ways. There were so many things that it didn't have, but it was such a match for the past version of me and everything that I was creating. And I wouldn't have been able to get to where I want to be now if I wasn't the person that went through that other chapter. If I hadn't have taken myself off the radar for a few years and dive deep into just hosting retreat after the retreat, you know, living and working in my space, working deep with people over a week, really going through that training ground, then I wouldn't be in this place where I feel comfortable and confident enough to be like, yeah, I, I can create deep transformation with someone in a day like hit hit me. Like I can do that because I hadn't have had that training. And I think that this is the thing that I want you to understand from this podcast, bringing it back to you, is that you need to really ask yourself, what is it that you're doing now? And is that helping you or being a match to where you want to go in the future? And to really start to, to get clear on what that future is and what maybe needs to die or maybe needs to be let go of in order for you to attract that into yourself, right? In order for you to be a match for that. Because when it comes to creating your reality, when it comes to manifesting that next chapter, it's not just about doing more. It's actually sometimes about doing less and letting things die. People, places, things, habits, rituals, energies, like allowing those things to fade away and step away because you realize, hey, that's not serving my evolution. Hey, that isn't a match for the next version of me. And a classic example of this is we stopped drinking. Soul has started drinking again, well, <laughs> casually. No, no, hang on a second. Let's, let's caveat that for a moment. I've had two, two instances, three instances in the last seven months. You, and, you hate and that I put you in the mud course, with this one. Of course. He's like, and one time so was one time was one glass of wine. The other time was two cocktails. There's and the other time was five. drinking, babe. I know, but. <laughs> You, but you make it sound as if like, hey, he's no, drinking again. No, no, no. It's There's like, nothing wrong with look, it. But I, have a, I have a simple rule, which is I'm not doing it out of habit. I'm doing it because sure. it's marking a special moment. Occasion. I understand. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is I, I'm currently eight months sober. and <laughs> Oh, look at you flexing on me about your oh, sober. Not flexing oh. on you about being sober. <laughs> I'm going to start putting little bits of alcohol in your water Absolutely bottle. Absolutely not. I have to get to a year. <laughs> like she's been drinking nonstop. <laughs> Anyway, what I'm trying to say is like when I recently shifted from drinking to not drinking, that was a awareness. Like I was writing at the time, I was writing the self-love healing manual and there was this awareness of like, in order to write, I need to be super clear. Mm -hmm. And that was just a decision. Like I'm not writing my best stuff. Like intuition, my higher self, it's not really channeling through me when I'm having, you know, cocktails the, on the weekend. The version of you that had a drink sometime in the last week is not a vibrational match to the person that would put a put together an amazing 90 page manual in a very short period of time yeah. as well and be efficient and effective and tapped in yeah there was a there's a mismatch for a self-love retreat that is a sober experience right. exactly. <laughs> so i was like uh, if i'm gonna write the manual for this thing i literally have to be sober because it is a manual for a sober retreat yeah. where you're asked not to drink because you're doing deep healing work if you're interested in those by the way check out mindspur retreat slash self-love and you can see what we do there but i think that what I really want you to do today is to just start asking, what is it that you're calling in? And are you currently doing the things and being around the things that are a match for that? What else in your life, babe, have you let go of that has been a line in the sand where you're like, okay, that's it. That is not a match for the person that I'm becoming. Well, the person I'm becoming is building many, many amazing apps that transform people's lives. Mm -hmm. That's going to require me to be pretty pretty proficient and and 
tapped in. Mm. Now, the thing that I did, for instance, during 2020-2021 was I played a lot of video games, as a lot of people did, because it was just kind of something to do to take your mind off it. But there came a point where I was like, okay, I'm looking at the PlayStation. I'm like, am I really going to sit here and fry my nervous system mm. for the next three hours, knowing that for the rest of the day, I'm going to be more anxious, I'm going to be more disjointed, I'm going to be more likely to procrastinate because I've just basically, you know, the game that I'm playing is so fast paced. And so it's just looking at that and I go, okay, that thing is not going to bring me closer to the person that I want to become. It's going to move me further away. Now, does that mean there's something wrong with video games? No. Do I expect to never play video games again? Hell no. Mm. I will definitely play. There might be, I might go, I expect to be an old man over 70 and I'm going to be really good at a bunch of games and all my other senior citizen friends, we're going to be meeting up on there and VR or whatever it is. But it's about this chapter. You know, is that what I intend to do during this chapter? No, because it's a mismatch. Another example was, you know, when before we met, I think, actually, no, no, right after we met, when I moved into the apartment in Potts Point, the mm. studio apartment, I plugged my television into the wall. Oh, I remember and this. I had this, I had this nice big 65 inch flat screen TV that I was very proud of. You know, this is 12 years ago or something, 11 years ago. And I plugged it in and it was just snow. And I remember thinking, okay, well, I don't know how to fix that. So I'm going to have to- Snow is shh. Just static. Static. And I realized like I'm going to have to call basically a technician to help me fix this. And I, at the time, I just quit my corporate job. I was basically just doing gig by gig freelance for like DJs and clubs and all kinds of stuff. No stability whatsoever. Suddenly taken on a very expensive apartment for my current level back then. And I just realized like, okay, the guy, the version of me that watches television at night for a few hours a night is not a match for the person that actually masters the situation. Like I'm going to have to actually apply myself. I'm going to be intentional about what I put into my brain if I want to get through this next phase because it's going to be a pretty sketchy, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of thing trying to break out of the employed matrix that I was essentially trying to get out of. So I never paid to have this TV signal fixed. And instead I would have to choose what I was going to watch. Mm. And at the time that was then more, you know, documentaries and podcasts and YouTube videos on entrepreneurship or being a better mm. designer or, or whatever else, because that was more of a match. So yeah. sacrificing mainstream television, my God, best decision I ever made. I never look oh, back. We haven't Holy watched mainstream crap. TV in years. Oh. Can I, can I tell you one thing you pulled me up on that was you, this wasn't a match for the future version of our life? We were in Bali and our wardrobe in Bali isn't the best. We basically were renting in Bali. Everyone's always renting. We have this place and the landlord just really wanted us to keep the wardrobes. And he's like, don't throw the wardrobes out, keep the wardrobes, but the, the wardrobe's just pissing me off, right? So a lot of the time, rather than putting things back in the wardrobe, sloppy brush comes out and I just put things on the floor. Yes, I'm that person. Anyway, there I am. I'm not perfect <laughs> by any Hell means. No. <laughs> no. Take her down uh, from the pedestal. <laughs> she looks very together in this video right now. <laughs> Ain't as together as I look. <laughs> anyway, so I've kind of like started dropping my clothes to the point where it's just like, I'm having a busy it's week. A I think I guess it's a pile. I just got back from a retreat. <laughs> I was having like an overwhelmed moment. So it, the the representation of the house was a representation of my head. And at the time, we were really talking and clarifying this house that we're going to buy in the future. And we were really talking about this place and we're like looking at property prices. We're like, okay, we're gonna do it then here. And then Sol turns around to me and goes, hmm. 
Do you really feel like this house and the way that you're leaving your clothes is a match for the house that you're showing me on realestate.com? And I was designed and I was like, oh, I have been so fucking called out. I hate this man. Like my inner (laughs) head is like, fuck this boy. What the fuck? And then I'm like, literally, I was like, that day I went through everything and I'm folding everything. I'm moving everything around. I'm like, okay, I've got to get this under control because I'm not going to be that a match to that thing unless I I tidy this thing up. It's like a classic thing. This is such a practical thing. So much of manifestation is practical in my mind anyway, the way that I look at it. Yes, there's all this magical stuff that you can look at, but like- just And that shit's real. Of course it's real, but the practical side of it is like there's so many things that you can do. Like if you want something in your life, then you're going to need to become a match for those things. So if you want to buy a house then you need to be a match at looking after your finances, right? If you want to, for example, if you want to work with people, guess what? You need to be a match for learning how to manage people, learning how to communicate with people. If you want to be in a long-term relationship, guess what? You've got to be a match for learning how to just accept people as they are and move through things. Yeah, and Conscious communication and unless you want people. it just to be a dumpster fire. You Literally. Know? Yeah. Like, there's so many things. It's like if you want to, oh gosh, here's a classic one. Like if you want to have a certain level of health or you want to look a certain kind of way, well then you need to be a match for that. It means you need to be looking at what you're putting in your body, how you're moving. And I think that there is so many things like you gave an example before we started this podcast where you were talking about if someone is wanting to be a calmer more in control person but at night they're going home and they're watching you know horror movies and thrillers and they're watching things that are dysregulating their nervous system and right before you go to sleep for eight hours and you know let's be real whatever you do right before you go to sleep generally affects you while you're asleep the 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 level of unconsciousness that is possible as a human is is, is wild, oh, right? Same. Like we will literally talk to someone who's like, oh my God, I've got so much, such bad anxiety and I'm so paranoid about everything. And I go, really? Like, what's your day? Look, what do you do before bed? They go, I love prison docos. <laughs> you know? well, and I'm like, wow, you're just favorite. watching like chronicles of getting shanked in the bathroom and, and you're wondering why. Yeah. My favorite one is when like someone comes like, I'm, you know, I'm just really having a really hard time manifesting love. And I like look at their Spotify and all of their songs are just like breakup songs and love songs. I'm like, do you realize that you're like what you listen to in your head is programming your mind? Case in point, why we have a manifestation app filled with high vibe songs. Because if you listen to high vibe songs every single day while looking at a vision of your future, then you're actually going to program that into your subconscious mind. Or totally unrealistic romance movies that make the guy this like shining armor, like pedestal motherfucker. And then, you know, she's just got to get rescued and stuff. And then she's like, why, why is every relationship I get into just end up in this like imbalance of expect, expectations? expectations I'm like, yeah. you've literally made your entertainment listening to stories over and over and over of totally unrealistic levels of expectation. Or classic example, if you are wanting to be in a relationship, sometimes I see people, like I've had so many conversations with people and like all they're doing is learning about dating. And so they're so aware, mm. hyper aware of red flags that they're not actually present for the relationship and realizing, guess what, babe, you're not perfect either guess what dude you're not perfect so instead you're basically your awareness is tuned to look at problems and icks in people rather than look at things that they might be good about them can i tell you now when i first met soul i had a mad ick that soul was a little bit shorter than me Mm. it was an issue in our relationship beginning of our relationship mad issue now if i had 
focused on that issue and basically blocked me from having a relationship, guess what? My future wouldn't look anything like how it does right now, right? Because I would not have an abundant, beautiful 12-year relationship with someone that is also a designer, that also wants to be free, that also wants to live a life that I do, that has the same values as mine. My future- See, I didn't care about your height at all. Oh. You could have been a bit shorter than me. That would have been sweet. I've been able to put my arm around you a little bit easier for my shoulder, you know. <laughs> but I think this is the thing. It's like what you focus on and you you bring these things in and then it stops you. So I feel like when it comes to, you know, ma- being a match for the reality that you want, you've got to really start asking yourself, like, what is it that you want long term? Yeah, and where are the inconsistencies? And be aware that when you find inconsistencies, yeah. it's not like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have these inconsistencies. Realize that, like... What What is the playing field that you're living on? Well, what I can tell you right now is that it's like you're in quicksand, okay? Like the life as a human with the brain that we have and the reality that we live in, we are basically continually being reinforced to not change. Mm. Don't change. Like if you change in a drastic way, people around you may feel triggered that you're advancing somehow and that's making them unconsciously feel that they should be advancing, but they're not. Mm. So then they're going to try to stop you. They'll say things like, you know, you've changed. You've been changing. Why are you changing? For instance, also, your, your neural pathways are literally, you know, we covered this in another episode. It's like if you have shelter, if you have friends, if you have food, your your cave person brain is literally saying- I'm set. You're done. You're number one. Like, Sweet. why would you change anything? You know, oh, what you're talking about, leaving your career and moving to another country. Why the hell would you do that? Yeah. So, you know, you have to realize you have to come up against these forces. So if you find that- you have a vision in your mind for something in the future, but you're not actually acting consistently with that. That's totally normal. That is totally oh, normal yeah. that you're going to have that. Forgive but, yourself. Yeah, forgive yourself. Accept that, but then take a move, really come back to first principles and ask yourself, well, you know, what would that person be like? Mm. If, if you have not got a lot of friends, for instance, let's say you're a lonely person and you're like, God, I see these people in groups and they all look so happy and I wish I had some more friends. Okay, well then just ask yourself, you know, the best way to have a friend is to be, be one. So, okay, ask yourself, what's the kind of person that you would want to be friends with? Well, ideally, it's probably someone who's kind of open. They're pretty chill. You know, they maybe they're a little bit funny. They're, they're kind of sure of themselves in a way where they can they can laugh at themselves. So, you know, they have confidence, but they also have humility. Mm-hmm. Nice balance in the middle. You know, they can talk to random people and not overthink what they're saying or how they're perceived. People like that. That means you're being authentic Mm -hmm. and you're being imperfect. And it it gives other people permission to also be imperfect. So imagine you already have that group of friends and you're hanging out with them. What what are you like? Well, you're probably pretty relaxed. Yeah. You're telling, you know, a funny story. You know, you're being caring, you're being loving, you're being generous. So then just be that off the get-go, even without those people. Mm-hmm. And then you watch how quickly you will start attracting people in like yeah. that. It's this funny thing where you have to you have to match it. You have to do it beforehand. It's not that like, I'm going to make a bunch of friends and then, and don't get me wrong, this can happen. This happens to a lot of people, yes. But it's not that you, you make these friends and then you become the kind of person that can have friends. That can happen, absolutely. Like in school, you know, they just put you in a box together with a bunch of people until you all harmonize together. But as an adult, it's easy to just stay away from people. I, I love the the story of Swedish house mafia. There was a doco once about them and they you you heard their origin story. And, you know, I might get the names wrong, but I think it was I think it was Sebastian Ingrosso who went over to like Axwell's house. He knew he wanted to be a music producer 
and there was another music producer in town. And so the guy would literally just go over to his house and just start acting as if they're already friends. He would just sit down and be like, yeah, bro, let me show you all this stuff and whatever. And Axwell in the documentary is saying like, you know, I was like, who is this guy? This guy's just rolling in my house constantly and acting like we already like that. But then before you know it, they're actual friends. Yeah. And I find that's like a perfect example of him essentially unconsciously manifesting this relationship yeah. by just taking one step further than this like stranger danger thing. Yeah. That's just an example of, you know, manifesting friends. Yeah. Be, I, the, be the one who makes the first move. 100%. And I think like bringing it to full circle to what we started with, this idea of this awareness that we had that, oh, the life, the future life that we want to be living, it actually isn't fully available in Bali because there are so many elements that aren't available here, exactly. but it is a, it was for so many other things. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with Bali. Bali is no. an amazing place. It just means that it's different. I got this awareness that I really – it re-reminded me of this thing that we learned years ago. And that is everything has a frequency. Everything has a vibration. So every person has a frequency. Every person has a vibration. Every place in the world has a frequency and a vibration. And you need to ask yourself, as is the place that I'm in or is the relationship that I'm in or, or the people that I'm hanging out with, are they in alignment with where I want my future to be going? And if not, then you might need to let something go. You might need to make some drastic changes. Case in point, we decided very clearly we weren't launching this podcast in Bali. We were doing it in Sydney. And you know what? This is a land where I can work with brands, where I can reach out to people, where I can go and network with people and be around people that are in alignment with the things that I want to be doing. There's all these little things, but then at the same time, when I want to go and express my you know, goddess energy and I want to be in Bali and teaching and I want to be taking people through deep self-love ceremonies and doing all of the spiritual work, Bali is such a mecca and a beautiful place for that. And when I really want to come back to community and connection and, and slow things down, it's great for that frequency and that vibration. Yeah. So really start to, it's not about, the thing I want to say is something that you need to be really careful here. So your actions, Davis, I don't want you to judge people, places, and things and be like, well, this thing is not a match for me. And this is because they're wrong. It's like this. It's not about it not being a match or being right or being wrong. Nothing is right or wrong. It just is. So accept things and people as they are. Accept the place for what it is and have so much gratitude for everything that has brought you. When you can do this, when you can stop being like, oh, well, this is shit and complaining about it. Don't complain about people. Don't complain about places. Don't complain about frequencies. Just be like, oh, what did that teach me? Find the silver lining. Find the lessons and the blessings. And be like, oh, how did that expand me? How can I have so much love and gratitude for that chapter in my life with that person or with that place or with that job? How did that get me to where I am now, where I'm wanting something different, where I'm calling something different in? Because every single thing in your life is just a stepping stone. And it's not about judging the stepping stones or judging your past self, right? It's about seeing it as a whole and seeing it as a journey and just continuing allowing yourself to have gratitude for every single step along the way. Because the when I have done that, when I have stopped looking at me like, oh, well, this is bad. I shouldn't be here. Instead, I'm like, I'm so grateful for my time here. I'm so grateful for everything that I've learned here. I'm so grateful this will always be part of my life. But you know what? I'm so grateful for what's coming next. Yeah. Thank you, universe, for everything that has come my way. Thank you, universe, for bringing everything that's coming my way. If it's meant for me, it will not pass me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Release it. And so it is. Absolutely. 
there's there's never any regrets. Never. And you know, as quick as we are to judge other people, because the brain is designed to make snap judgments. Mm. You know, this goes back to a million years ago. If you see something with orange and black stripes, you start to run. You don't go. Maybe this kitty is friendlier than the other kitty. You know, that's how you if don't I, if pass I, on your DNA. But that's, yeah. uh, if I, I would definitely. Yeah, you would do that. But I, this, I would, I would but thankfully, suck. you're alive in 2023. I would, I would suck as a cave person. Can you imagine all the exotic animals I? try and become friends Don't with. Don't worry. I, I know you would cut yourself if you're trying to sharpen a stick. You oh would burn God. yourself if you're trying to make fire. I would try and become friends with like <laughs> just, everything. Just look after the berries, babe. Berries and nuts. Okay. I've got the I've got the big kitty with the sharp stick. <laughs> no, Aww. but the point is, you know, it's not about judging it and and creating like vibrational discord in your environment it's just remembering that what you focus on expands Mm -hmm. so if what you're focusing on right now is not a match for what you want in the future and you want to change that then just gently shift your focus Mm -hmm. slowly but surely you know move move more percentage of your energy your essence your attention onto this other thing and, and then watch how things just naturally evolve. And do it without negging the thing. Mm. That's the big thing that I think is a trip up, right? Don't neg the past. Neg the thing that no. you're trying to move from. Have gratitude, have love, stone. have appreciation for where it what it moved through you, how it taught you things, what you learned from it. That's just a trick. Y- you know, a mindset that's a really good one to install to stay in a higher state of vibrational alignment with everything yeah. is if you have people in your life who you suddenly feel like, oh, well, this person's been holding me back and they're not a match mm-hmm. for this thing. It's like, just realize that everybody's doing the best okay. for their level of consciousness, consciousness, you know, and just because somebody's not at the same level as you in terms of wanting to wake up and do spiritual practices and whatever else and believing in manifestation that doesn't mean that they're wrong there is no such thing as them being wrong they're just as they are Mm -hmm. and if their influence into your life is you know you feel intuitively in your chest in your heart that this is holding you back then it doesn't mean you have to go from zero to hero and cut somebody out and judge them or whatever you know you could just choose to like hang out with them a little bit less while you make more room for maybe a new encounter somewhere you know so it's just about gently shifting you know you don't want to create waves you don't want to slap your hands on the surface of the water you just want to gently take charge of where your mind is and what you're focusing on and what actions you're taking and making sure that they are in as close alignment with the person that you imagine that has what you want in the next chapter. So Who true. are they? And then be them now. Yeah. And if you want to action this even further, you can go on Manifesty app. Yes. You can make yourself a future feed. Mm. This is something that we do regularly. So go in, make a future feed, make a feed of what is a vibrational match for you in the future. Put the things that are in alignment in there. And instead of going on Instagram and scrolling your current feed with all the things that are a match to a past version of yourself, because let me tell you a secret, your algorithm is a match for a past version of yourself. So everything in life is an algorithm. What you are seeing in your life right now, the people, the places, the things, it is the algorithm, the universe matching you to the things that you were in the past, right? So that is all just a reflection of this is how you got here. Your algorithms on social media are the same. Everything is a match for who you were in the past. If you want something in the future, you need to imprint that, right? So go on, make yourself a future feed, put in things that you are calling in in the future. And rather than looking at the algorithm of your social media that is attached to the past, with other people's highlights reels, go and look at this future feed every single day, reprogram that reticular activating system, go in there, reprogram your subconscious mind, scroll that, get in alignment with that, 
feel into the vibration of where you're going, not where you've been. Exactly. Look look at your phone usage and realize how much opportunity you have to mm-hmm. shift your vibration in a positive way. Because so if you're spending an hour on Instagram just scrolling random stuff, oh then hey, add in 10 minutes or five minutes. All it takes is a minute for you to change your point of attraction, your vibration, the how you feel. So if you make yourself, you know, a proxy Instagram feed on Manifesty as a future feed with images of what you want to create, and then you really focus on getting into that feeling like, wow, this, this is mine. This this is me. This mm. is, I'm such a match for this. Then like, this is such a better use of your attention. And it doesn't mean you need to stop social media and all that kind of stuff, that echo chamber that you have there, but just start shifting a little bit, you know, yeah. just, just, just influence your mind as often as you can in positive, meaningful ways and watch how your life starts to shift. Facts, babe. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Mindspo Manifestation Series sponsored by Manifesty app. If you haven't already, go download Manifesty app, go make that future feed, go and watch our vision board movies. You can also do our meditations with my voice and soul's voice. We have a bit of a different meditation voice than what you hear on the podcast. <laughs> you should hear my voice exercises before we do a podcast. I was like, okay, what are you doing? <laughs> I take it very seriously. We are so happy that you joined us for this conversation. Make sure you let us us know what you thought of it by sharing out a story of you listening to this episode. We love tuning in with you and hearing how these episodes are impacting your life. The reason we do what we do is for you. So thank you for being here. If you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast and given us five stars, it would mean the world to us if you did that. We are sending you so much love and gratitude and we are celebrating you on every single step that you take towards becoming that future version of you because we know you can do it. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic. Thank you.